actress Park Eun-bin became one of the hottest stars in Korea this year after her amazing portrayal of the autistic title character of the hit drama Extraordinary Attorney Woo. Whenever faced with a tough challenge in life, she would say habitually, 그래도 어쩌겠습니까? 해내야죠. This roughly translates to, well, what can you do? You'll just have to make it work. And now, her countless fans have adopted this as a, a sort of motto or a mantra. They think of it whenever they are faced with tough challenges. Words of someone we admire do have a way of making us want to believe and maybe even live by, right? And even if you're not a super fan, those are still some wise words by someone who's made it through some tough challenges in life to reach the top. So what if it's only Tuesday? What can you do? We'll just have to make it work. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was BTS with Soju or Microcosmos. Don't know how many of you guys saw the show, a very popular extraordinary attorney woo, and one of the catchphrases of the title character, 그래도 어쩌겠습니까? 해내야죠. Well, what can you do? We'll just have to make it work. This is a very, very encouraging mantra. Don't you find it encouraging? Yes, so what if it's only Tuesday? What can we do? We will just have to make the best of each day until the weekend comes again. Listeners, do you have a motto or a mantra? Care to share with us? It could be song titles, right? Like one of mine, 그렇게 하면 돼. A lot of my listeners know that one of my favorite mottos is baby steps. Baby steps, right? Breaking big things down into little and more manageable things. Well, share share away if you guys have some real good ones so we can encourage and inspire each other. And while at it, don't forget to tell me where you are and what you're doing today because our global roll call will be coming up. Your song requests are all welcome as well, as well as your sayander stories anecdotes about anything that's going on in your lives shoot me a message nothing is too trivial to share anything goes message me on kong right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or leave a comment on our latest posts on instagram at kbs one fine day and facebook at facebook.com slash english kbs If you have a Korean phone number, you can also text me at sharp8150. It's 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. In part two of the show, we will be joined by Professor Cynthia Yu for our Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. So stick around to find out which movie or drama she'll tell us about today. I'll be back with the roll call 
after this. Here is Billy Acousti with 사랑한다는 한마디. One word to say, I love you. One fine day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. It's currently 5.22 p.m. We have some bouts of rain and it's normally kind of cloudy, but I saw a little bit of a mini thunderstorm earlier in the day, so wore my rain boots but didn't get wet. Right now, I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yaido, Seoul. Where are you? Time now for our global roll call. A chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to today. Aside from tuning into the show, of course, where are you? Amir Jamil writes, Hi, Lena Park. Greetings from Pakistan. I am Amir Jamil and I am at work now at university. All right. Busy at work and yet you took some time to say hello. Thank you so much for writing in. Yun Mi Zhang writes, I went to a bookstore today. I just wanted to go to one because I'm currently reading a novel about a bookstore. It wasn't a small neighborhood bookstore like the one in the novel, but I got to look at some books and pencil crayons. There were books about bathhouses, rice cake vendors, stores, and so many, many others. I'm debating what to read next. I think I'll visit the bookstore often from now on when I get bored. It's cold and I see drops of rain. Be careful not to catch a cold. Oh, I used to love going to bookstores. I used to spend at least a couple hours there just looking at all the different kinds of books, even reading like the beginnings of books to see what caught my attention. And then, yes, aside from pencil crayons, there's a lot of different things to see in one of the big bookstores here in Seoul. It's a lot of fun. You can spend a lot of time there. Yes. Oh, I should visit one too soon. MC, MSS MC Goon says, Greetings from Turkey. Hello, and thank you so much for writing in, letting us know where you're tuning in from. Tapia Warren writes, DJ Lena, I did it. Two years ago, I completed my presentation to the local university students. You cannot imagine how nervous I was while on stage. I'm glad that I have gotten this presentation done and over with. Anyway, after my presentation, I was surprised to learn that these young women were so inquisitive and bombarded me and the rest of the speakers with so many questions. I guess we might have triggered their interests, right? Since they asked so many questions. I sincerely hope more young women will join the tech field, especially IT, because IT rocks. <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful uh, to find um, kindred spirits, uh, younger versions of yourself, really. And yes, I think you kind of piqued their interest because they're already interested and they must be so inspired to see someone doing what they're dreaming of doing. 
Well done. Congratulations on completing your presentation. Once you got that nervousness over with, I'm sure the next one, if there is one, will actually go a lot easier. Listener Plusweet writes, 안녕하세요, Lina Ni. I've been home for the past few days. I've managed to dodge it here and there until now, but alas, I ended up catching it. Oh, so sorry to hear. But maybe it's because I'm such a homebody. I'm doing really well, and I love that I don't have to go to work. All right, so sorry to hear. It feels even more kind of discouraging if we've um, avoided COVID all this time just to catch it now. But I mean, it does seem sort of kind of inevitable at this point, right? Speaking from one who hasn't caught it, dot, 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 yet, dot, dot, dot. Well, I hope that you uh, do not get sick and glad you're feeling well and uh, hope you feel better soon. Un0203 writes, 안녕하세요, 정연 언니. I'm at the hospital with my parents. I saw fallen leaves flying about on my drive here and I was sad to associate the fallen leaves with my parents. I hope no one will be told to stay at the hospital today. Oh gosh, fallen leaves with our parents. We all feel that, definitely so, after a certain age, don't we not? Well, I do hope that it's good news that you get today. We can only take it a day at a time. All right, looking at some song requests, we have one from listener Just Being Fan, who writes, Hi, Anni, can you play a song from Chen's new album, Last Scene? I'm not going to pick a song because all of them are great as expected. Have a good, fine day. All right, Chen's new album is out. We'll, we'll try and pick one out for you there. And Jojun00 says, The wind is getting quite cold. I'm doing my best but I'm anxious and rushed because I feel like I started out later than others. But I'm working hard, hoping that I'll be able to make it a more meaningful life. As the first digit of my age changes and the stubble on my face darkens, people have left, brushed past me, and are wanting to leave. I'm grateful that I'm a man of many dynamic emotions who also knows how to express them as we love and work hard to achieve our happy dreams each and every day i hope we always stay the same oh wow what a very philosophical message and also kind of in tune with what we were talking about certain mantras or mottos to live by or i guess that leads to realizations about life Jojun requested Park Hyo-shin's song, Beautiful Tomorrow. All right, we will play that. Uh, first up, we picked Sarajigo Iso, Last Scene from Chen. And then we'll listen to Beautiful Tomorrow by Park Hyo-shin. <laughs> was Pakushin with his song Beautiful Tomorrow and before that we heard Chen with his new one Sarajigo Isso English title Last Scene and um, a couple of responses from the questions I posed at the top of the show today JS Jerry 76 says it's a busy Tuesday but what can I do I'll just have to make time to listen to OFD 
Very nice. Very nice. A good way to um, take and interpret uh, that famous catchphrase from Uyongu. Lim Tui writes, My life's motto is, The truest wisdom is a resolute determination. I think it's by Napoleon. Well, anyway, as I grow older, I'm learning the weight and power of determination that I never considered when I was younger. Thank you for another great opening. Oh, you should thank our writers, right? Definitely, they had most of the hand in it. I delivered that great message. Um, Resolute determination. I've never really thought of that. But, yeah, I'm liking that. That's kind of cool. Sometimes uh, you have to have belief. You have to have faith. Listener Doyoung writes, These days, I've come to think that the most important thing about life is to be able to be optimistic with your choices in life. I'd like to learn to own up to all my choices someday. It reminds me of the poem, The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost. Ooh, that is a good one. Uh, Very simple to remember and yet such true wisdom, such simplicity in its wisdom, right? Um, Yes, I took the road less tread, right? Being, um, I don't know, optimistic, I guess, reflective and um, accepting of the choices you make in your life, for sure. Listener Dion Beck says, Hi, DJ Lena. Today I want to request the song Mia by IU. I hope all people listening to this song um, can listen to this song because it, it is very grabbing. Thank you, Anni. All right. Yes, it is. This is a classic and a lot of, lot of fans of this song, so I'm happy to play it for our next song break. Here is IU with Mia or Lost Child. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Listener Songahan says, love your haircut. Ah, yes. Somebody noticed. <laughs> yes, if you look on um, our, where are you picture on our Instagram. Yes, uh, got my new hairstyle going, rocking it. Jisoo Kim says, 0801. Oh, did you trim your hair? Love the new merch as well. Yes, it's really actually very, very nice. It is, of course, a calendar, a calendar or diary planner, day planner uh, for um, any year, really. This time they left it blank and uh, it's super nice. Got a good weight to it, good feel to it. Pages are really good. For Everlina says, wow, the new year is not far away. I see lots of 2023 calendars and day planners, Christmas cards on sale these days. Waiting for the rest of 2022. Yes, I know. It's it's getting there. Counting down. WDND 9675 writes, I really like this time of year when the year end approaches. The time when it starts to get cold. It's the time of year that I wait for the most. Oh, I love that. A lot of people do feel a little rushed. Um, people feel stressed about the upcoming busyness of the errand, but nice to hear a message about how they're looking forward to it. And lots of people who are into the holidays are, of course, excited as well. Listener 9971 texted us, I walked around the tool store street in Uchiro today. <laughs> My hands are getting so cold now. 
Oh, yes. I've been walking about there as well. It's kind of cool, right? We still got um, all the old, like, tool set places and light bulb places and interior places. And yet it's juxtaposed with all these new fancy buildings cropping up here and there as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope your hands don't get too cold. Get inside. Get some coffee. Listener Johnny writes, I'm Johnny. I'm okay. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. A day of coughing and sneezing and I got all cleared up. Don't feel bad. I was probably going to go anyway. Every time I waffle on going, I never regret the experience. I will catch up with finances eventually. Flying to LA for good seats uh, to see twice, twice was the most irresponsible thing I've done in a long time, but I'd do it again. <laughs> All right, there's some dedication for you there. Well, thank goodness that it uh, sniffles did not turn into, you know, something bigger. Very good to know that you've bounced back and with no regrets. All right, listener Alicia Y writes, I used to think when someone leaves a company, it means they didn't love their company or job enough and that employers may feel betrayed. But the longer I've been here, the more I realize it's not the case. We've had several boomerangs and double boomerangs and recently had an alumni party potentially to get more boomerangs. When one of our heads left us for an in-house role a few months ago, we were shocked because she lived and breathed our company. But she's now shown how to prove loyalty even after leaving. She loved us so much that she turned the company she moved to into our client and continued to communicate closely with my colleagues. Today, she dropped by our office for a client meeting and the moment she turned up at the door, HR yelled, Look who's back! Followed by lots of screams and hugs. I know now, now know what they mean by it's not a good goodbye, but it's a see you again. Oh, absolutely. You know what? That's another motto uh, that I kind of believe in. Uh, that um, it's never, it's never like there's when you are parting ways with people. Uh, it's never forever, never for forever, right? Uh, they have a fine, like a cycle, like they will come back into your lives at some point. So, you know, um, there's a Korean motto that says, Chakka gotta be good, right? Because you don't want a boomerang to come and hit you in the butt <laughs> the wrong way. All right. Our next song break, requested by listener Young. Here's Brown Eyed Soul with Home. Not entirely. Two different songs from two different parts of the world, it's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track. It's parallel universe. Today, we will listen to two songs about playgrounds. First up is the K-pop song Nurito 
Playground by Kopi Sunyeon, also known as Coffee Boy. Kopi Sunyeon is one of the leading indie singer-songwriters today, beloved for his signature soft sounds. His song Norita, or Playground, was a part of his 2017 mini-album entitled Yorombam Tan. And it sounds like the playground in the song is where the protagonist once had a chance meeting with his crush. Well, hoping for another chance to run into her there, he sings, That night when I alone was nervous, that night when I got ahead of myself, that place where you stole my heart, that place where my heart still remains, I'm there again searching for you. My footsteps are like my heart. My heart sensed your scent. If I told you that's why I'm here, how would I look? All right, trying to keep his cool, but not keeping his cool. Mm, It's where a very simple and innocent place like a playground begins to take on new meaning in death, right? Meanwhile, as for our non-K-pop song, we will listen to Playground by American all-pop duo More Giraffes featuring Sweater Beats. Now, critics described this song by saying new wave pop meets 90s nostalgia and added, this track is infectiously fun. Fresh and colorful melodies glide over smooth hooks to conjure up sun-soaked images of summer on film. Alright, fun summary. The song starts like this. Spark up your dreams, get off your grind. That teenage state of mind, we're buzzing from the high. Well, I know the finest trees to climb. Swing right up to the sky like E.T. on his bike. Man, I got rocks in my shoes. Hey, we got nothing to lose. Oh, we live the life that we choose. Come to the playground. I'm at the playground. All right. Sounds like the playground is really life in general and how you decide to live it. Well, let's listen to these two songs back to back. Norita, Playground by Kopi Sunyeon, or Coffee Boy, then Playground by More Giraffes and Sweater Beats. That was Playground by More Giraffes and Sweater Beats. And before that, we heard Norita Playground by Kopi Sunyeon, or Coffee Boy. Those were the parallel universe songs of the day. In part two, our expert with impeccable taste, Professor Cynthia Yu, will join me in the studio for OFD and Chill, so don't change the channel. Let me wrap up part one of the show first with one more song. Here's Eric Nam and Cheese with Perhaps Love. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. OFD and Chill will be starting, and Professor Cynthia will be joining me in the studio in just a moment. If you can't decide which Korean movie to watch, which Korean drama to binge on next, first hear out what she recommends. We're going to take a quick song break so Cynthia can get settled in. 
First up is Klazakwai with What If, featuring Kim Soo-young, followed by Juni and his song, Movie. Talk about 특별한 건 없죠 이런 감정도 moment, countless titles are showing at the movie theaters, and even more dramas are there for you to binge. When every one of them is as inviting as the next, how do you decide just where to start? Maybe you should first OFD and chill. K-dramas have been huge for several decades, but the real secret is out. Korean films are just as awesome, whether it be film or TV. If that one-inch-tall barrier of subtitles mean nothing to you, but you just don't know where to go next, let OFD and Chill be your guide. As usual, our guide, an expert with overarchingly good taste, it is Professor Cynthia Yu. Mm-hmm. Welcome. <laughs> You're like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I might have, I might have overreached with uh, the adjective today, but I'll explain later mm-hmm. as uh, we launch into it. But first of all, welcome back. And how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so, put, putting on a strong face, Cynthia. Right. I love that. I'm good. Well. What can you do? It's life. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's true. Well, what can we do? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was sort of our opening. I don't know if you caught it. But uh, we were talking about, well, what can you do? That line from Extraordinary Attorney Wu. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you just got to power through it. We got to make it work. Did we ever do that series like all the way through? We might have just introduced we it. We might have introduced mm-hmm. it. Um, I think because we didn't want to do too many spoilers. And That's right. I think it actually might have been during mm-hmm. its run. Mm-hmm. We could do an overcap yeah, sure. or a roundup. It is coming near the end of the year. That's right. So we could do a roundup and revisit our favorites. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll, I can watch some that's on the list before we do that so mm-hmm. that I can be a little more caught up and help you out here, Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Hello Hellos coming from Lim Tway. Tepe Warren, JS Jerry 76, and Alicia. All right, Cynthia, I hope you're doing okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, why did I pick Overarching? Well, it starts and it was inspired by the first work that you're going to uh, talk about today. Mm-hmm. At first, I didn't quite understand the title of this <laughs> drama. Right? I didn't either. I Me neither. I couldn't, yes, I, I couldn't make heads or tails of it. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, contrasting that with the English title really didn't make sense to yes, me. Yes, yes. Until I learned that shroop. <laughs> shroop. Shroop. I like sort of doing it at American or North American spin to it. Shroop. Shroop. <laughs> yeah, I, I shroop guess, is cute too. Right? But I, I guess the Korean pronunciation is mm-hmm. shroop. Shroop. And it is actually a totally Korean word for umbrella. Uh-huh. Which I guess explains your overarching adjective. Yes, right. Overarching. Yes. Of the umbrella. <laughs> it was. Um, I did overreach a little bit with mm-hmm. that because another um, definition of umbrella is umbrella terms, uh-huh. right? Like overarching. Oh, you went beyond. Yeah, you went beyond. a little meta. I went. Mm-hmm. I went. Yes, I went two degrees mm-hmm. of separation there. Uh, 
because yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Shurup, uh, I also was like, what is this? Is this? Mm. And of course, we were missing the key and piece of information that it is an indigenous term for umbrella. Right. Right. The um, which explains the English title. Um, which actually also gives a lot more information than Shurup. I see. Um, the English title is Under the Queen's Umbrella. Under the Queen's Umbrella. Mm-hmm. All right. And here, the queen is played by none other than Kim Hesu. I know. Right. So amazing. And up against her is Kim Hesu. Wow. See, it's a little bit of a tongue twister. It is. Kim Hesu versus Kim, Kim Hesu. <laughs> right. And this is an amazing combination. Yeah. Because these two queens, mm-hmm. Kim Hesuk plays a queen dowager. Okay. They're really at loggerheads ah. throughout this drama. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, I, we're, n- we're only sort of halfway through. Okay. But I decided to introduce it because I'm really enjoying it. Oh, I've and been hearing this. This is, has been on the word of mouth kind of mm-hmm. circuit where people didn't, they're like, okay, but then the more that it airs, more people around me are like, shoop, 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 here and there. I'll hear it. Shoop, 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 everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just catching on, catching fire. And mm. when I was doing a little bit of reading on it, mm. I was amazed at how detailed and there's so much information <laughs> that people have compiled on this series. Yeah. Um, you know, it started out very strong with, you know, 10% in its first week of airing. Mm. But I believe now it's around 14% wow. in the metropolitan area. That's quite a rise. Right? It's that there's the word of mouth for you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, no wonder the team behind it, um, the producer Kim Hyung-sik, mm-hmm. worked on other sagak like Pimire Moon, mm-hmm. right? And, but the writer, yeah. Pak Para, yeah. I wonder if that's her pen name. Mm-hmm. Um, this is her, his or her debut. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so this is written, this is the debut work of the mm-hmm. writer. And it, she decided to cast it in a period. Right. It's right? a period piece. A period Sa-guk. setting. Mm-hmm. A saguk. And we have at least a director who's already kind of uh, dipped his feet into right. the genre. So mm-hmm. he's. it's not a first time for him. So that's right. a good combination, I right. think. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, com- it, I think, approaches this drama, this story, with an interesting angle. Mm-hmm. It asks the question... You know, how did the folks back in the Chosen Dynasty, you know, raise their kids, educate their kids? Oh. Is it comparable to the sort of techi moms that we know today? Right. The, the techi neighborhood, mm-hmm. the, the Gangnam style moms. Right. Tiger the, moms. The tiger, super tiger, tiger moms, moms, right? Yeah. Um, and it raises a question, maybe it was even more fraught with competition. Right. And even danger. because. Oh, interesting. This sort of competition right. for, you know, maybe reaching the top of the royal right. ladder right. can mean life or death, uh, right? So, so this writer kind of reimagines mm-hmm. our, uh, like, our supplemental education system here, right. the tiger mom kind of society, ambitious mums, and Trans- places it. 
transports it into the royal court of the Joseon dynasty. <laughs> It's not just tiger moms. There yeah. are royal They're tiger royal, moms. And then getting to the top of the ladder might mean the throne. Mm-hmm. And it could mean life or death to right. get there. I love right. what an ingenious premise. So it's a combination of saguk, but there's a lot of element of fantasy. It's mm-hmm. definitely not historically accurate. Okay. And there's a little bit of controversy about that. Oh, is there? Okay. And, you know, I've been watching it with my husband. He's yeah. like, that's not real. That, <laughs> that's fantasy. <laughs> you know, um, so many Koreans are just so well-versed mm-hmm. in the details of their ancient right. history that, yeah, it's, you can't put a fast one on them. Oh, my goodness. People are picking apart even the sort of the Um, the costumes and the setting. They're saying, you know, this kind of ornament would not have been, you know, used in the court of this time, you know, in this century. I'm a little against that (laughs) naysaying because they're just using, it sounds to me like they're using Mm -hmm. uh, the period backdrop to really talk about modern things. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Actually, you know, this Kim Hesu Mm -hmm. doesn't play a typical queen mm. concert okay. um, she sort of you know shirks royal pro- protocol of the day <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they actually describe her as a sort of like girl crush queen <laughs> she runs the fast she's the quickest runner mm-hmm. in the royal household because mm. she's always going after her five kids while her four sons wow. who are absolute troublemakers oh, no. luckily <laughs> she also has the eldest crown prince who is just perfect. Mm-hmm. But you could imagine something's going to go awry. Right. And then now she has to lean on mm-hmm. her foursome of mm-hmm. troublemaking royal princes oh, and try yes. to find a new crown prince among okay. them. Oh, my gosh. So But the it's stakes a battle. Are, yeah, the stakes are high. Because there are other royal cons- concerts right. with their own sons of who are also battling for the crown prince. Position. Literally a battle royal, not a battle royal. Exactly. <laughs> It's kind of like um, historical drama slash sky castle. And remember, <laughs> you know, people died in that sky castle drama. Oh my drama goodness, that's well. right. That's another really good analogy. Mm. We'll be back with more about this uh, really buzzing, buzzing drama right now. Um, we will be. We have a, a shiny for our next song break, our first song break, and their song, Tumyong Usan, or Don't Let Me Go. That was Shiny with Tumyong Usan. Don't let me go is the English title there. We're talking about Shurup. Tepe Wern says, it sounds like soup to me. <laughs> shurup. Shurup. I went shurup. through Shurup and crackers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yes, uh, she also noticed that the ratings are super high on this show. Dreamy says, I haven't watched the drama in earnest yet, but... I watched the scene where the two actresses, Kim Hesu and mm. Kim Hesuk, mm-hmm. butt heads, and their glares were scary. <laughs> I know, those scenes were yeah. the best. Are they really? <laughs> It's just like the meeting of these two, like whirlwind, mm-hmm. like woman power. Kim Hesuk, I think, is far more sort of subtle, mm-hmm. you know, in her sort of mal- like malignant kind of evil, because she does. Play the of, super villain here. There's a lot of manipulation yes. going on. Mm-hmm. While, you know, Kim Hesu mm-hmm. uses, in Korea we call it charisma, but it means oh. kind of very 
aggressive uh-huh. charisma. Mm-hmm. She has these eyebrows. <laughs> They're super, you know, she has really strong eyebrows. Yeah. Very natural, like Brooke Shields kind yeah, of eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she sort of arches them. <laughs> and I could actually even do her kind of signature move. Yeah. She arches them and uh-huh. she sort of turns to uh-huh. you in this... Like a certain like, angle. Angle. Mm-hmm. And she just, you know... And she just... Hurts the eyebrow. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> just the, when these two women are butting heads yeah. at loggerheads, it's quite something. Wow. Even Law of 82 is mentioning eyebrows. Wow. Kim hae right. she can use her eyebrows to act. Yeah. And it is... <laughs> It's a, every yes, everything is a tool. Even her eyebrows are a That's tool. That's right. And she says, "너무 재밌어요." Yeah. yeah. She even uses her, I think, her rings, her oh. accessories. Apparently, like she has a pinel, so you know, her hair ornament. Mm-hmm. It's in the shape of a dragon, mm. a gold dragon. Wow. And she has these huge rings yeah. on her index finger <laughs> that you know arches her eyebrows. Right. You know, you can see the golden. Dragon hair ornament popping out behind, and she sort of leans in with one shoulder too, like Ah, one shoulder up, one shoulder down, and then that really like, you know, kind of like a fistful of Of hardware. (laughs) And she uses that to just uh, kind of just intimidate, right? Wow, you know, because she's up against all these rivals, yeah, for um, not only her son's position Mm -hmm. but her own. her own her position, own position and this, as, her survival in that position. Right. Wow. This is like, you know, House of Dragons <laughs> yeah. style. It's, wow. There can only be one. There can only, <laughs> it's so true. But um, I don't, I take it that it's not going to be as serious though? Or is it? Well, there are the stakes mo- are high. There are moments of comical sort of levity, especially mm. at the beginning. But you realize pretty early on mm-hmm. this is like serious stuff. There yeah. are like poisonings and like oh it is serious yeah mm-hmm. it is like house of dragon style a little bit right yeah. although there are like these sort of moments of warmth mm-hmm. and levity humor as well because mm-hmm. we're dealing with teenagers essentially and parenting right mm-hmm. different styles of parenting so right. you get the tiger moms but then you get also sort of these moms who are always just you know making Wanting that they're want wanting to make sure that their kids are happy and mm. secure, right, right, right. Which is actually the most important thing. Mm. I actually think that's what my husband thought was the most fantasy, right? Oh, <laughs> most fantasy like that there was nurturing queen right. concerts, nurturing <laughs> maternal mothers. That's right. Yes. Um, <laughs> in one sort of storyline, mm-hmm. actually, um, Hwaryong, yes, um, played by Kim Hesu, mm-hmm. Im Hwaryong. Haryong, learn, learns that one of her sons mm-hmm. is a transgender teen. Oh! Right? So, I mean, of course... Challenges right, to come. Right. But she deals with it, deals with that, mm-hmm. um, deals with it in such a caring and mm. nurturing way mm, that see. it almost brought tears to my eyes. Oh. And, and, and of course, this is almost unthinkable yeah. during the Joseon dynasty. Right. So, there are moments where we where the show's producers and mm-hmm, writers mm-hmm. fuse in modern elements, modern ideas. I see, I mm-hmm, see. And issues into the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, the casting is great. We mentioned Kim Hesu, Kim Hesuk. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, there's Ok Jayeon, who also plays another kind of um, 
royal consort mm. sort of up against, you know, right. Kim Hesu's character, mm-hmm. Kim Eun-sung. Mm-hmm. I love this actor, but yeah. he always plays the bad guy. Yeah. It's it's kind of it's kind of sad cuz I think he can play really likable characters too, mm-hmm. but maybe it's something about his visage and maybe. just he's such a great actor. <laughs> he just nails it so well. But so he always plays a smarmy bad guy. Oh, <laughs> we hope he gets his non-smarmy moment mm-hmm. in the sun soon. Yes, but here he's back with mm-hmm. his signature smarmy badness. <laughs> yes, and you know there. Then we have. I forget exactly the number, but maybe 11 or 12 or 16, <laughs> 16, you know, teenager princes all mm-hmm. vying for the crown prince. That's a lot position. of teenage boys there. Yeah. And they're so cute. Oh, are though, they? Right. <laughs> um, some not some so not. cute because okay. they are just evil. Right. Yeah. <laughs> some you really feel for because they're definitely, you know, you can see probably them in Tejidong right. being, you know, being given the rights to all the hagwons. Right. They're sort of like the Joseon dynasty equivalent uh-huh. of these totally stressed out kids oh. that you'd see it in Techidong, right? right? So right. your heart goes out for them. Mm-hmm. And then there are the sort of like, there's this one kid, I think he's the youngest, and he's mm-hmm. so cute. He's a little chubby, and he doesn't really care about, you know, um, becoming crown prince. All he wants to do is find the great machi oh, restaurants so, oh my gosh. around Korea. That is so cute. And he happily gives up, you know, the competition in order to find this great manduchi. Wow. Somewhere in Gangwondo. Wow. (laughs) It's like, please feed that kid. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to feed that kid. So cute. How cute. So, yeah. What an ingenious touches, it seems like, in this drama. I can see why people are liking it. Right. It's a great mix. A lot of novel things going Mm -hmm. on here, not following a formula at all. Right. and I guess it did remind me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this week we also have Sunung coming up. That's right. I think it's like D D Day, like two days before, because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. probably Thursday. Thursday, right? yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. <gasps> oh, oh my goodness! Right? Yeah, reflected against not only the stressed out kids, but mm-hmm. then the pressure from the parents, but then the pressure on the parents as well and also mm. the, the 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 I don't know how parents must be feeling that mixed feeling of mm-hmm. oh I hope they do well but oh I hope they don't like you know keel over from the stress and right. wanting them to be okay but then doing well at the same time it's just like a very emotional week I think for a lot of families and what I've heard also is sometimes even if they get the result that they want mm-hmm. no they don't even really feel that sense of accomplishment because oh. of all the pressure right. and the routine, I right? See. And mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's something that they earn themselves, but I it's see. like the system, right? Right. If you just go through the system right. and you get the, you get the outcome mm-hmm. that you wish for, mm-hmm. but it was the system. You know, a lot of young people just don't get that sense of accomplishment. Right. Like, oh, like, I, I did this and I accomplished this. Through they, my own efforts, through right? Through my own effort, But more like, oh, I just kind of did the drill, right. went in and came out. Mm. And yes, at some point, the stress level is so high, they just want to get out. Right. Right. Well, I hope that that attitude can change. And I, I hope, hope so, too. You know, kids out there preparing for the swimming, it's mm-hmm. all you, you guys, and just your best and that's really all you have to do right yeah all take right. care of yourself take right? care of yourselves we will take a, one more song break be back with more here's elaine with i or child from the shoot up ost <laughs> 
어두운 밤 잠든 얼굴을 조용히 품에 담는다 We just listened to Elaine. Um, she sang for the Shurup or Under the Queen's Umbrella soundtrack. And the song was I, Child, mm. very appropriately. And this song, being so sentimental, makes mm. me feel like, oh, there really is going to be little elements where uh, the characters can get kind of, you know, uh, I guess... They go through growth, right? Mm. They, You know, there's actually a really nice story involving one of the other royal concerts. She's a terrible tiger mom and she doesn't realize the harm that she's doing to her child Mm. Um, but through um, you know a great scene between Hwaryong Kim Hesu and her child she realizes oh you know maybe I've been on the wrong path and I wonder if maybe this music might have been used in that scene as well right a little bit of self-reflection and there's a nice little kind of resolution to their story as well. Oh, nice. Made me kind of go, oh. Oh, good. So you you can get your heart That's right. strings a little tugged here and there. Oh, but definitely. then there's a lot of drama, ups and downs. Um, and I'm sure the plot line will have you just guessing and guessing and yeah. hooked and yeah. wonderful. Law of 82 says, mm-hmm. I like actress Kim Sung Nim a lot because she looks like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, like... To be honest, mm-hmm. Kim Hesu has this sort of like she has a visage that's yeah. very kind of warm yes. and nurturing. It's true. So I don't know how she become makes it so scary. Yes. In this show, she is absolutely like evil personified. Wow. wow. So but she's great a very job good actress. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sounds like a fantastic cast. Um, and now that we are back in the Joseon dynasty, um, we're going to hang out here for a bit with the next work that you brought in to talk about. Yes, this has actually popped up on my radar on the global OTT site because oh. I think it just came on very recently. Oh, it did. But, you know, when I looked into it, mm-hmm. this was a super, super, super popular fusion historical drama fusion mm. saguk romantic saguk yeah. that aired in 2018 oh. it's called pegire nangun or mm-hmm. 100 days my prince mm. it starred do gyeongsu oh. of exo fame yep along with namjian an actress that i've really enjoyed um re- more recently with chagunashide mm-hmm. right it aired um, in, from September to October in 2018 on Mondays and Tuesdays, which is not a very strong slot. Not a great slot. Right? Yeah. People are um, upset about starting their work week <laughs> and they're not in the mood to tune into a, a show. Right. But yes. Mm-hmm. But it actually has the best ratings of mm-hmm. this cable network, mm-hmm. which and this cable network has produced a lot of popular dramas over the years. Right. But it's of the Mondays and Tuesdays mm-hmm. slot. It's a historical first. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in terms of all of the dramas that this network has um, turned out, number four. Really? Be- behind things like Tokebi. Wow. Right? Yeah. And um, I forget which one. Maybe, you know, Misei or Mr. Sunshine. So <gasps> That is a saying a really lot. Really good company, so, oh, right? I'm trying to remember now. What was I doing in 2018? I I was working a lot. So <laughs> obviously I wasn't watching TV because mm. I, I, I did miss out on this as well. Mm-hmm. But yes, Pegire Nangun Nim. Nangun Nim is... 
Prince, more my or husband, less? my husband, actually, ah, it is husband, okay, because mm-hmm. it's about a crown prince mm-hmm. that has an accident, loses his memory, <laughs> has kind of you know the usual soap opera sure. memory mm-hmm. loss mm-hmm. for a hundred days, and he ends up marrying a commoner. Oh, so he becomes her nangun. I right? see her prince, but not really her prince oh. until they realize a hundred days later that he actually is a is an actual prince when mm-hmm. he regains his conscious um, memory. That's right, and you know you can. I mean, when you look at the development team, mm-hmm. the production team behind it, mm-hmm. no wonder um, the PD is Lee Jong Jae and he produced Do Oh Heyoung, which is oh. a Oh, one of my favorites. Yes, we talked about that. Right? Yeah. And the writer is No Chisar, mm-hmm. who's worked actually on a lot of Yenning programs, mm-hmm. variety programs here at KBS. Okay. And also has worked on dramas like Dr. Champ, Yoine, Hyangi, Negen Namu, Sarang Srong, Kunyo, Dung Dung Dung. And then more recently with Pegire Nangunim. Wow. And then if, when you look at the whole production team, yeah. oh my goodness, like the music director Kim Jun Song worked on Signal, Pimire Soup, Secret, Misang, Heru wow. Pumnundan. Like basically, they just had a, a very. They top had like all star production staff. Right. Right. So it's a, actually a very pretty drama to wow. look at. Sounds like the dream team of K-dramas working together here. And it was 100% shot um, before airing. So in Korea, we call it 사전 제작, which often increases the quality of the production and and the story. Right, they're not rushed to throw out another episode Mm -hmm. on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. Mm -hmm. So they have time to fine-tune not only the story, but probably the... Everything else, visuals, music, etc. So, Mm. yeah. And the story is quite fun, too. I mean, it's not a story that we're not used to. Okay, yeah. I mean, we can go back all the way to The Prince and the Pauper (laughs) for this storyline. Yes, very good analogy. Mm -hmm. So here, um, you know, and it starts with the usual sakuk storyline, story story development, Mm -hmm. he says. It starts with the kids. You okay. know, there's always a kid's version now. Right. Ever since 해를 품는 달, right. we start with the kids, you know, what happened before right. that results in the current drama or situation. So it's, we're giving origin story context, exactly. yes. Now, the origin story is quite dramatic. Oh. Um, Yi Yul, played by Do Kyung Soo, mm-hmm. he's actually not a crown prince, he's just a prince. Mm-hmm. His father is a prince related to a younger brother of the current king. Okay. But his father has more ambitions ah. than that. And he and another um, servant, mm-hmm. well, another kind of ringleader, mm-hmm. Kim Chan, takes down the current, takes down Ooh. the king in a coup d'etat. Wow. But in the process, mm-hmm. they also take down a sort of aristocratic family mm-hmm. that Nam Jian is the daughter of. I see. But as kids, mm-hmm. you know, you were played by Do Kyung Soo mm-hmm. um, well, as the an younger adult. Counterpart. The mm-hmm. younger counterpart. Falls in love with Isa. The aristocratic daughter. daughter. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, now you get Romeo and Juliet, right? Uh-huh. Yes, two opposing houses. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's his house took down her house mm-hmm. and now she has she's fled. She has a 
new secret identity. Mm-hmm. She is now Hong Shim, just you know, an ordinary village girl living in somewhere in Chungcheongdo because okay. they all speak with a Chungcheong accent, accent. which oh. is super cute. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, sixteen years later, Yu has now become a very cold and unpopular crown prince mm-hmm. because of his trauma, because he saw. What his father has done, right? How how he's come to that position. position. So he's not happy with mm. being crown prince. He's married to Kim Soe, who mm. is the daughter of Kim Chaun, who is oh. now premier, vice premier. Okay. And so they've actually never consummated their marriage. Mm. There's no romance in his life. No, it's just a written arrangement. It seems right of court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But because. He hasn't consummated his marriage. There's no children. Mm-hmm. And people are starting to blame Yur for a drought that has ravaged the country. Uh, Since uh, there's no children in the royal palace, right. it's leading to all this sort of natural disasters or droughts in right. the country. Drought in the bloodline. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Causing a drought in the land. So they're, <laughs> they're calling on their prince to, hey, do something about this. Mm-hmm. And then he's upset. So he's, he... Creates a decree mm-hmm. that every unmarried, <laughs> no chanyeol, no chonggak, so unmarried singles have mm-hmm. to get married, no matter what. Oh my! And it's the village elders who decide who gets to marry whom. That's not gonna work. We right? all we are all seasoned K drama <laughs> watchers, and we just know that this is we're Recipe just like not absolutely. All mm-hmm. right, we'll be back with more about Pegire Nangunim. After this, it's from the OST. Here's Gomi with Chiwaja. Fade away. That was Gummy with Chiwaja or Fade Away from the Pegire Nangungnim OST or 100 Days My Prince. You know, actually, I remember this song. <laughs> but now I have context that it was actually, it was part of this sensation hit right. drama. And cable this, network drama. And the lyrics make sense too, right? Now it makes sense. Right. Chiwaja, erase. Erase. You know. <laughs> Um, all right, so we had a very kind of um, traumatic origin story setting mm. up the players. Um, but you were mentioning over the song break one very important difference yeah. between this and Shurup. Mm-hmm. Shurup mm-hmm. is all about the elite, the royal family. Court How... intrigue persona. Right. Mm-hmm. But this story is about the pauper more than the prince. So we get that royal mm-hmm. stuff and everything at mostly the at the beginning, but you're saying the bulk of the action is really those hundred days, right? When he's a pauper, when he's a pauper among mm. these ordinary folks, and they're delightful. Oh, <laughs> I can see that, right? Um, you know, and Koreans, uh, K dramas are just so good at making you just fall in love with. Characters, right. especially when they're like lovable and mm-hmm. very humanistic characters. Right. And these are just common folk vill- well, villagers. Mm-hmm. Villagers, mm-hmm. but they are played by really outstanding actors. Like the best of the best again. Right? <sighs> like Lee Jun Hyuk. I love oh, this guy. Yes, yes, he yes. is hilarious. Mm-hmm. He plays the henchman to the local magistrate. <laughs> Right, even <laughs> though the local magistrates, as mm-hmm. always, right. you know, government officials are always corrupt and mm-hmm. useless. Yeah, um, he is shown to be a pretty 
upstanding guy who, mm. on, you know, he kind of kowtows to his superiors, yeah. but he does his best to, you know, make life for the villagers better, right? Oh, Although see. there's a limit to what he can do. Right. You know, in Korean, we call these kamcho characters. Mm-hmm. They're like the zest. Kamcho. They add zest they or add seasoning. Z- oh, right? they're a little seasoning on right? top. I love that. Because so much humor. And mm-hmm. I remember this um, character very early on because mm-hmm. he is part of the funniest scene in the first episode mm. where, you know, the oldest, oldest woman, mm-hmm. No Chonyeong and the No Chonggak, are brought together in the village square and said, you must now marry each other. Right. And, you know, um, you can just imagine Hong Shim played yes. by Nam Ji-yeon going mm-hmm. like, what is going on here? What? Just because the crown prince can't get it on, we have to do it? And, you know, yeah. apparently in the Joseon dynasty, you you know, the sort of prime marriage age for men and women were mm-hmm. 16 mm-hmm. years for men okay. and then 14 for, for women. For women. So in this drama, mm-hmm. in this story, Hong Shim is at a ripe, overly ripe age of 28. Oh, that's pretty right. <laughs> right? So there were, you know, <laughs> Lee Jun Young's character is like, 28, what oh. have you been doing? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm Obviously, not doing it in a funny way, but 28 it was is hilarious. So young, but yes, and uh, that already is, you know, when we're kind of coming from our modern society mm-hmm. when we see something like that. When I see a 14-year-old person, mm-hmm. I'm like, baby. Baby, right? super yeah. baby. You're <laughs> yeah. a tween. But right? I mean, yeah, those are ancient times mm-hmm. and modern times. But yeah, wow, the ripe old age of 28. Right. <laughs> that in itself is a funny sentence. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that was the funniest scene. Mm. Now, these you know villagers provide the humor and levity mm. that contrast sort of balances out all oh, the court intrigue because yeah. they're super court intrigue here. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, imagine. the crown prince mm-hmm. is between a hard place and a rock yeah. because his wife is now pregnant with another man's child. <gasps> so they're out to kill him. Oh, now no. they have a baby in the bun, so they don't need this guy. Oh. In fact, he if he lives, yes. then he puts, you know, yeah, kind he of could, he could wrench in the works. Absolutely. He now they have total difficult. control over the grandson, right? So he assassins try to kill him, but instead of killing him, mm-hmm. he loses his memory, ends up in this lovely village married to Hong Shim oh. because of his decree. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So he's no longer Crown Prince Eir. He's now Na Wanduk. Oh. Na Wandukia. <laughs> That's him. And he is considered an Asinam. Amuchagado Sujartegyam Namjongne. Means totally useless. Oh. Because he can't do any of the daily chores. He doesn't know physical labor. He has no skills. Right? Because he's. He's, he was the prince. He was the prince. So he doesn't know how to make straw shoes. He finds it really uncomfortable. He doesn't know how to use a sickle mm-hmm. or chopping wood. He's totally useless. No basic skills. No basic skills. And he ha- and Hong Shim had had to marry him. Had to marry him. Oh, and now you know what a he, great setup. He gets into all this trouble, but he's always <clears> so <throat> he's sort of the, the straight character. I see. While everyone else is just you know hilarious. <laughs> Oh, right. uh, it, it's also kind of a fish in and fish out of water element right. that's always, always a crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. I love it too. I can already see the setup. It, it sounds like a really cool, fun kind of romance, mm-hmm. but a different take on it. But there's so many twists, Ooh. like mapjang twists. Oh no! Because so remember, 
Hongshim used to be Iso, who had an older brother, right? Who is now uh-huh. working for Kim Chan. Oh, you know the the evil guy who right. took down their the family, guy. right? There's mm-hmm. a reason why he's, you know, helping him out. Right. And then he's kind of, you know, inter like he's actually the father to the crown oh, princesses. Oh my goodness. So, baby. Wow, that is court While now indeed. his sister is now officially married to the guy that he was told to kill, kill. assassinate. Oh. So it's all like yeah. intermingled and crazy and you wonder how the writer will kind of you know straighten things out yeah but apparently she does a really great job and it's a really great ending they had a great really strong finish very strong like you know very 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 satisfying ending that i haven't seen yet but i'm looking forward to okay maybe Mm -hmm. i'll start that my bedtime drama (laughs) before (laughs) i go one before bed kind of thing thank you so much cynthia we went back to the joseon dynasty today Mm -hmm. but not totally back Right? A lot of modern elements infused uh, with the period backdrop. Mm -hmm. Fun for all, it sounds Mm -hmm. like. Well, I hope you have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time. Oh, you too. All right. Taking Cynthia out, here's another one from 100 Days My Prince OST, Chinyang, with E. Sarangul for this love. That's it for today's show. We're going to say goodbye with Togyongsunim himself. It is Dio with Kinchana do Kinchana. That's okay. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you all back here tomorrow. <laughs>